Welcome to Keys to the Future, a podcast for students and early career professionals who are looking for ideas and advice on how to stay focused on their education and career path journeys. My name is Gabby Coe, and I'm a senior engineer at one of the most successful engineering companies in the world. I want to inspire you to stay focused on your education and career journey through conversations with my guests. Everyone has a story of resilience and perseverance. And through this podcast, I hope you can learn from the experiences of others and create that catalyst to propel you to take the next step, set your next goal, or achieve the next level. In this season of Keys to the Future, I'm introducing some inspirational stories of courage, perseverance, and dedication to achieve goals. Do you know what the metaphor tip of the iceberg means? The Merriam-Webster Dictionary states that a tip of the iceberg is a small part of something that is seen or known about when there is a much larger part that is not seen or known about. As a society, we are conditioned to focus on admiring the success stories of others, these iceberg tips. Yet, we know little about the effort that may have led to that success. Metaphorically speaking, we do not see the dedication, hard work, amount of self-discipline, sacrifice, number of failures that may have caused many disappointments, and ultimately the perseverance that underlie those successes. I'm introducing some inspirational stories of courage, perseverance, and dedication to achieve goals. I believe everyone has a story of resilience and perseverance. Our learning from each other's experiences and journeys is key to helping us understand that we're not alone in our struggles and that success requires a much larger part of us that is not seen by others. That is, the base of the iceberg. Today's tip of the iceberg story is from a systems engineer who is blazing trails for space exploration. Our guest today is a systems engineer and human factors expert in the space industry, whose work is literally out of this world. Please meet Seanette Adams. Welcome, and thank you for sharing your story with the Keys to the Future community. Thank you for having me, Gabby. I appreciate this opportunity to speak with you and your listeners. Everyone has a story of resilience and perseverance, and I'm a true believer that learning from each other's experiences can help us forge our path forward. Can you tell us where your journey towards your STEM career began? Yeah, I'd be glad to. So my journey towards science, technology, engineering, and math, or STEM, S-T-E-M, began as a child. I was always interested in science and how things worked and why. As a young child, I was very interested in building things and then taking them apart. For one of my elementary school class projects, I actually built a contraption similar to a Rube Goldberg machine where a marble set off a chain reaction and followed the path all the way to the end. Now this contraption, remind you, I built in my parents' garage with wood, string, plastic, even paper towel rolls, pretty much anything I could find. It was a great project and it really showed the types of things I was fascinated by. One of my favorite subjects in high school was definitely biology. So much so that after I took regular biology, I then went and took AP biology. So learning about the body, both humans and animals, was really enjoyable to me. How it works, why it works that way was great. 
I think that interest really opened the door for me to pursue learning about the behaviors of humans, why we think the way we do, why we behave that way, and the ways in which human thinking and behavior can be impacted and altered. That is very interesting. Your childhood curiosity and how things worked, being resourceful to find different materials to build things in your parents' garage, and then your interest in biology opened doors to learning about what drives human behavior, which then led you towards the path of a career in STEM. Now, I know your work entails development of awesome things that are literally out of this world. Can you tell us about your accomplishments in your career so far? Yeah, absolutely. Four things really come to mind for me. Um, so the first one here, and I consider this an accomplishment even now, but it's also in work. But I'm currently in the midst of working on a project that will put the next man in the first woman on the moon. Right now, that is the highlight of my life. The second accomplishment here is that in February of 2022, I will be recognized as one of the winners of the Black Engineer of the Year, or BEA, Modern Day Technology Leader Award, representing my company. I also was nominated by my company for this award back in 2014. But what makes this honor so special is that I won twice while working at the same company, but the nomination came from two different management and leadership teams. I was working on two very different projects in very technical areas, and the work that I was doing was noticed, valued, and respected by my company. My third accomplishment, I would have to say, was when I was selected as one of 10 for a cohort of, of my colleagues to present and participate in a technical rotation within my company. It was such a wonderful experience. I had the opportunity to work on four different areas within the company in any location across a two-year period of time. I really learned so much during that journey, both personally and professionally. I successfully completed the program and it helped lead me to where I am today. The fourth accomplishment, while it's not directly tied to my job, but it is a really great personal achievement, was receiving my NCOSI certification as well as my Nielsen Norman Group UX certification. NCOSI stands for the International Council on Systems Engineering and UX stands for User Experience. Both of these accomplishments are really part of my toolkit and I'm very, very proud of them. Wow, the first woman on the moon. That is a tall and very impressive order. You mentioned quite a few industry level accolades, which I'm sure were the product of a lot of hard work and perseverance. And often we tend to focus on the success or the tip of the ice for aspects of our story. But can you tell us about the challenges you faced and how you overcame those challenges? So there's always gonna be challenges along our career paths from small ones to large ones to everything in between. One challenge in particular that comes to mind was related to team dynamics and the relationships and interactions with the lead of the team. The challenge actually was in my feeling that I was not able to provide value to the team. I wasn't being heard and I wasn't being respected as a contributing member. Another challenge that actually also comes to mind is a situation in which I was trying to meet 
a supervising engineer's expectations. Without those expectations even being conveyed to me or explained to me. So of course, the lack of discussion on what was expected led to frustration and disappointment on both sides of the table. You also asked, how did I overcome those challenges? Well, overcoming challenges can look very different depending on the situation and circumstances. I'm pretty sure everyone has heard this before, but communication really is of utmost importance. And not just any old communication, but what you say and how you say it is critical. Clear, direct communication in the workplace helps to break down barriers and avoid people having to read between the lines, drawing their own conclusions and interpretations of what was being said. I think the first step to address both of these challenges was to have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with those involved to better understand the concern and identify what actions could be taken to resolve the problem. Once the discussions began, steps forward became much clearer and both parties could start to see the situation turn around. I totally agree with you that communication is a very important aspect of our daily lives. Being able to listen to others' points of view and communicate our own to find common ground is key to keep moving forward. Now, I've been asking my tip of the iceberg guests this question, so I'm really interested in your point of view to see if there are any similarities. Recently, I saw a variation on Kobe Bryant's 10 rules for success. Three that really grabbed my attention were one, follow your passion, two, have patience, and three, focus. What are your thoughts on these rules? So this is, this is a good point, Gabby. So I think these three rules are very good to keep in mind when, when it comes to one's career. It's one thing to like what you do on your job, but it's another thing to be really passionate about the topic, the audience, or the process. Liking the job will keep you going through the motions day to day, but your passion for what you're doing will keep you waking up each day ready to tackle those difficult topics deal with those prickly teammates, and continue the hard work towards success. Patience is one of those aspects that everyone continually needs to work on, well, should be working on actually. Not many things happen overnight, so realizing and accepting that will keep you on your heart's journey. Things happen when and how they need to, regardless of whether we agree or not. It's, what's the saying, in due time? Well, we may not know the why at the time, but patience is required to nurture and grow the process. Focus is probably the most challenging rule of success out of this list of three. There are so many distractions today, both positive and negative, that can derail us from the goal or the task at hand. Just the other day, I had a small project I needed to work on, so rather than working on it at home, I went to the library where I was hoping to have less distractions. I even took my noise canceling headphones with me to help minimize background noise that would surely grab and keep my attention. I knew I needed to focus to finish the task. So I did what was necessary to help me keep my focus and reduce or eliminate the distractions. I really like that. You mentioned liking the job will keep you going through the motions, but passion will really make you want to get up each morning 
and tackle whatever challenge may come your way. And through patience, we nurture and know the process. And by keeping focus, we can then minimize the distractions and really get to what's really important. So I wonder, do you have any rules for success of your own? You know what? I do. I think when it comes to rules, I think there's four that I tend to tend to follow and really see myself doing almost, almost automatically, I would say. So let's see, I'd say the first one is always work as hard as you can. This means really to always put your best foot forward. You never know who's watching you and someone always is, whether you're aware of it or not. They're watching the work you're doing. They're observing the type of person you are. The effort that you're putting in will pay off. Now, it may not pay off in the timeline you're expecting, but it will certainly pay off eventually. I'd say my second rule is pay attention to the details. Details are usually the little things that really make a difference at the end of the day. Whether those details are within a work product, a meeting, or even how you acknowledge a colleague's good efforts. The little things add up and make a positive impact that you probably wouldn't realize. I'd say my third rule is to pay attention how you treat others. People may love the work that you do, the products you produce, or the inputs that you give to a project. But if you're a challenging personality or you're difficult to work with or have room to improve in the teammate area, they will remember that about you much longer than you'd probably prefer. I think my last rule here is to keep bettering yourself. There's always something that can be approved. No one is perfect and the goal should not be perfection, but there's always something that can be better, whether it's our work, our attitudes, our communication, our treatment towards others, our focus, it could be anything. So I suggest work on areas that you think can be of value to not only yourself, but to others. Those are great rules. I heard you say work hard, pay attention to details, treat others how you want to be treated, and also continue to self-improve because we're not perfect. So your work is already out of this world. So I'm wondering, what do you see in your future? I think in my near future, I see my career continuing on its current path as I really enjoy the work that I'm doing. In my long-term vision, I see myself furthering my education and pursuing additional opportunities within the field of human factors engineering and systems engineering. Now, of course, I have my eyes peeled for opportunities that may come knocking on my door. While my plan is just that, a plan. It can change in ways that I can't even fathom at this time, and I'm comfortable with that. I may end up in a place I've never even dreamed of, and that is fully welcomed. That is an awesome vision. I think it's important to keep an open mind to consider opportunities that may present themselves such that you can adjust your plan. But having a plan and goals in mind is really key. What is some advice you'd like to give our audience to continue on their journey no matter what the challenge is? Yeah, you know what? I think I'll leave I think I'll leave the the team and the listeners with about four pieces of advice. So my first piece of advice is don't be scared. And if you are, it's okay. There's nothing wrong with it. Be scared, acknowledge it, 
then jump out there and go for it. My second piece of advice is to always ask questions. At times, there can be a fear of asking questions due to others' perception of your question or maybe feeling unknowledgeable or feeling embarrassed for not knowing the answer. Despite those feelings, questions should always be asked as you're probably not the only person thinking of it. My third piece of advice is to find yourself a mentor or someone who you can trust to receive advice from. Now this person does not have to necessarily be older than you in age, nor do they even have to be in the same field or major or company as you, but they should have some experience that you're trying to gain or learn about. A mentor can help steer you in the right direction, answer your questions, or just provide a different perspective that you hadn't thought of or were not aware of. They can even provide that little boost of encouragement that all of us need from time to time. My fourth piece of advice is to pay it forward. Help others along your journey because you never know who you'll see again. You may make a huge impact on someone's life, either personally or professionally, and not even know it. My last piece of advice is to keep moving forward. Your journey may derail, it may hit a roadblock, or it may even change direction. But just as long as you keep moving forward, even if that involves going backwards a little bit, regroup and keep pressing. Seanette, thank you so much for sharing your inspiring story and great advice with us. Thank you so much for having me. In closing, define your vision and your mission and bring them to life by establishing short and long-term goals. And most importantly, take those critical first steps towards achieving your objectives. Thanks to my guest, Seanette Adams. Thanks to Kirk Krause for graphics design. Thanks to Roger Cole for endless reviews and encouragement. And thanks to Joe, always. If you like Keys to the Future, please share it with your friends and let them know they can subscribe to Keys to the Future on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to leave a review. You can follow Keys to the Future on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Thank you for listening. I'm Gabby Coe, and I'll be back next week with another episode of Keys to the Future.